Hello, 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 hello. Good morning. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is Pedro Ruiz. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is the show we combine 3D printing, DIY electronics, smash them together to make inspirational projects. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to jump right into the Discord chat room. Hello, everybody in the Discord chat room. We hope you're doing well. Shout out to everybody hanging out. We got Dew Wester, Mr. Certainly. We got Kirby in the YouTube chat. Thank you all for joining us. We're also in the Twitch and Facebook chat as well. Good morning, Sheen. Sean. I'm checking all the tabs. Uh, flipping through all of these. Good morning, everybody hanging out. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Let's go ahead and jump right into the show. Alrighty. <laughs> I'm still struggling to figure out what to, what no, to do you, first. No, you were correct. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, so uh, no discount codes, but we are encouraging everybody to go ahead and put all those orders in. Some of the essentials are still being shipped out first, but as soon as those are out, all of the regular orders go uh, right into being boxed up. So definitely uh, get those out. And some of the products are uh, specifically um, for the COVID, so you are going to have to uh, verify that with email. This is this is, is great COVID to see. at eatafruit.com. Yes, sorry to interrupt. So make sure to email that email that to uh, get certified to be able to get some of those masks and PPE material that we're still shipping out. Yep. Okay, I'm just saying it's nice to see products, uh, new products being added to the store, and things are in stock. So yes. if you'd like to purchase anything, please do. It definitely helps us out. So things are, are slowly trickling in. Mm -hmm. Of course, Sweet. lots of PPE yes, as well. Yes, lots of new PPE. Um, so check this out. We'll, we'll see hopefully some more new products later tonight on Ask an Engineer. Cool. All right. Don't forget we still have some gift certificates. If you'd like to gift a certificate, we have different tiers for you. So check that out at adafruit.com slash gift certificates, or just search for gift certificates. Other ways to help out is Adafruit IO Plus account. So if you're doing a lot of IoT, uh, got a bunch of projects past few weeks, if you want to test those out, go ahead and get a Adafruit IO Plus subscription. Mm -hmm. Those help out as well. I think you're loading it there. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it just goes to my dashboard. And then go ahead and also uh, sign up for Adabox. Those are all getting ready soon as well. It's gonna be an awesome Adabox this uh, quarter, so you don't wanna miss out on that. We've got a couple of spots left open. No, they're closed for now. Oh, yep. they, there was a couple of boxes, <laughs> spots oh. left open. But There's definitely a click on the notify me so you can get notified. Uh, you know, sometimes credit cards expire, people uh, cancel, so you want to be notified if there are any open spots available before they ship. Cool. So definitely check right. that out as well. Sweet. Definitely still have newsletters going on. Mm -hmm. The uh, once a week newsletter is all about the products. Adafruit.com slash newsletter if you'd like to subscribe. We also have daily newsletters, different categories. So if you'd like to know more about that, go to adafruitdaily.com, see all the different tiers. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. This is where we like to party. So if you'd like to join us, you can go to adafru.it slash 
Discord. Continuing to give people shout outs in the chat. Sandy Calloway, Liz Clark, Let's City DIY in the Liz. house. We've got Philip Moyer in the YouTube chat, as well as Jonathan Calvin. Good morning, y'all. Bill Binko's hanging out on Facebook's hey, Facebook Bill. chat along with uh, Kaywin Cattle. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. Excellent. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you got it. Yeah, this week's project is very similar to last week's project. It is a vibration bracelet. It's using the Feather Sense with the NRF52840. And it's still using that uh, the motor driver, the vibration motor driver, which is um, the DRV2605L. It's a really nice uh, board. So this is uh, a little case that we made for housing the motor driver, a battery. This is a 420 milliamp battery. And the feather sense. Got a light, uh, little slide switch to turn on and off. And the motor just gets press fitted there. The motor's got a little sticky backing. Ooh, it's vibrating right now. So it is connecting, uh, it's pairing to my phone. So it pairs to your iOS devices. And we have some YouTube stuff here. So um, it will, <laughs> it'll glow and vibrate when you get uh, notifications and the color will change depending on the notification. So, for example, if we get a YouTube um, notification from YouTube, it'll turn white. If I get one from like an SMS, it'll turn green. And if I get something from Instagram, it'll turn purple. You have complete control over the colors and you can uh, add new or remove uh, apps in the code. Uh, shout out to Liz Clark, who's actually in the chat room. She put together this demo code and added those additions. Um, very, very fun. Um, we have a NinjaFlex uh, band that we printed in NinjaFlex. And that just wraps around your wrist. We have these, uh, this bit of a tongue buckle. And then we have a series of these slots here so that you can uh, use the different slots to accommodate for your wrist size. Um, this one, you just kind of press it in and it locks in there, and then you can uh, use this little loop here to uh, you know, fold that. These little raised uh, bits here on the side, they're just there for like grip, give you a little bit more grip. I got a pretty small wrist, so um, the, the last loop here works pretty well. So yeah, we have uh, a nice little snap fit cover, printed in uh, some translucent PLA so that we can diffuse the, the NeoPixel that's on there. Clear that out. Cool. So that turned it off. Okay. So we got to, yeah, let me, I guess, wear it. Does that help? It's a little bit on the wide side, but it's because, you know, it has a pretty big battery. So. I don't know if I can get it over the camera, but it really helps to have NinjaFlex. Um, otherwise, it, it wouldn't print with uh, PLA, so definitely a good NinjaFlex uh, project. It sucks in there. Not too bad. It's pretty good. It's got a nice grip to it, some elasticity to it. Um, it takes about an hour to print both bands. And um, the way it, it's fitted, it's actually forced through these, uh, these loops here, or hoops, maybe we can call it. Let me take it off again. And uh, there's this little raised bumper there that keeps it from getting out of there. And uh, the, the awesome thing about NinjaFlex is you can uh, 
You can do this. Well, maybe. There we go. So with NinjaFlex, you get the ability to really just squish this and force it through other things. So that's how it's working. So there's our loop. It's fairly large. If you don't want to print this band, I guess you could use something else and uh, wrap it through there. So it does. It has a little bit of clearance uh, to get that tab in there, and then you just kind of use your thumbs to press that other bit in there. Or you could use some tweezers or something to pull it out if it's really uh, hard. So that's, that's working. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't fully tested the battery, um, but I haven't had it die on me yet, so that's good. I've had it on for a couple hours. So that's that nice little package, NinjaFlex, some PLA, some haptics. Yeah, so you tried the 85A NinjaFlex. Uh, we did do some tests with the 98 95A, um, the shore hardness. So this is like the Cheetah or the stuff from Ultimaker or any of the stuff that I work with like Bowden extruders in. It is a little bit hard, so you would have to use like a horizontal compensation just to get uh, the holes a little bit more um, loose on that because it's pretty hard to go on there. And for those that don't know the differences between the 85 and the 95A is that it's more elastic on the 85A and these are a little bit more uh, tougher. Uh, doesn't have like a grippy feel to it. It's a yeah. bit more smoother like the elastic one. Right, so you can still bend it a lot. You can still flex it. There's just no stretchability. So remember how I was able to, you, you really have to kind of, I mean, you can go this way, that's cool. But like to get these in, it's a little bit more harder to get it in here. Um, so just as Pedro said, you can play around with the different offsets. Mm -hmm. So the pros and cons slicer. Uh, would be that you could print this on a Bowden extruder. Uh, one of the things right. to overcome the hardness of this is maybe using a 0% infill or like a, um, a uh, thinner width extrusion. Right. So it doesn't print as, uh, as thick. Right. Yeah. So getting it in there is a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, you want to get some tweezers or something. We got uh, Maker Melissa too there, in the it. chat yes. saying that, yeah, <laughs> the uh, first time is not bad. There's always going to be a little bit of string stringing, so um, just setting expectations. This one was not cleaned up. You can kind of see that there's uh, oh, yeah, always going to be point. some sort of... Um, uh, retraction. Now I'll tell you why, you right? <laughs> do have to lower that down even on direct drives, um, but you it cleans up very nice. As you can yeah, see, you just, that is you, done. you can just use some of these uh, flush snips and just kind of clean out all the different uh, retraction points. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons why it comes out so stringy is because we really do turn off retraction. We turn off completely. And some slicers, you, you do that by just hitting zero distance for your retraction. Mm -hmm. Why do you do that? I, if you have it on, even if it's like 0.5, I always get under extrusion. So I want the best extrusion out of here. You want your layers to be really nice and, and fully extruded. Uh, so, you know, to guarantee that you're not going to get any under extrusion, you turn off your retraction. No. Normally don't play with that, but for NinjaFlex, you kind of should. Yeah, and um, we have noticed that some of the printers with direct drives, they are able to do like maybe a 0.5 extrusion if like mm -hmm. your um, or retraction, if your uh, retract, like say your normal retraction is like a millimeter. Um, I I've had some luck tr uh, turning it down to like 0.5. Yes, me too. It does work sometimes. But it's time. like, it just depends on the geometry. It depends on what you're doing, yeah. 
So uh, one of the things to do when you're uh, doing NinjaFlex is you can print overhangs. You just have to have a 45 degree angle like this tongue here, for example, that has a nice 45 degree angle. And uh, it's got really good extrusion, really good layer bonding because there wasn't any retraction happening. So it's full on really good. I'm trying to really take that thing off and it's really on there good. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, a, it's pretty nice in, in, in Fusion 360 as well, the band is uh, parametric, so you can add more slots, remove more slots, and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. You can change the thickness as well. If you want to have it a little bit thicker or thinner, you can do that as well. So I have the Fusion files available um, to download. I also have a step file, too, if you have something else you want to use. And Duester is asking uh, 0.5 or negative 0.5. So I was using this on the FlashForge, which is similar to like the MakerBot replicators, mm -hmm. and it was uh, 0.5, not negative 0.5 right, for right. the retraction. Right, okay. Another thing I want to know is that typically what we've done before with these type of NinjaFlex printed uh, wristbands is that we would have like just a nub, just a circle. I found that sometimes the printer doesn't make those geometries that well. So what I found is that if you just make it a long and gated slot like this, you get a better surface quality. You just get a stronger part. So that's why you saw me like trying to rip this thing off. So elongating your nubs and stuff, uh, or tongue, your buckle tongue, um, works pretty well. So uh, I, I may went a little bit overboard, but I think this having more material here um, maybe makes it stronger and it makes it more, I think, easier to kind of actually press it through and pop that through in there. So I think that works out well to have a long elongated slot as opposed to just a circle. So that feels pretty good there, nice and tight. Let's go ahead and clear that um, notifications from Facebook. Clear. Yeah, and it's really fun to kind of feel that, um, the vibration stuff. Of course you can do that on your iOS device, but there's some certain, there's, there's gotta be some scenarios where you're, you're away from your device or something. Um, I think uh, one of the cool scenario ideas was uh, maybe you're a drummer or something, you're, you're doing something and you can't hear it and you can't see it, so at least you'd be able to feel it. So that's pretty neat. Maybe make like a metronome or something yeah. like that, have the tempo going to it. Yeah. It's trying to stay in beat with. Yeah. Um, all the components are press fitted too, there's no glue or screws um, here. So also I'm using the ribbon uh, wiring here. The, the silicone cover stranded wire because it, uh, it's definitely more flexible and it won't break or melt like the PVA stuff here. Uh, the motor actually has a little bit of hot glue as strain relief, so I noticed that joint right there is pretty, is pretty good, so um, just trying to focus here, the camera, because, is that better? Yeah, it's better. So yeah, you still have access to all your uh, sensors on there. If you just kind of move <laughs> the wires around. Maybe we can solder the wires underneath the board. There is some elevation here. So the board isn't touching uh, the bottom of the case. There are some standoffs underneath it. Um, I really like uh, how they're all clipped in there. There's like certain nubs and stuff that are holding the PCB in place. So it's not gonna fall out. So that's really cool. And um, I think I mentioned it. The uh, the vibration motor has a sticky backing that you just peel off. It comes with it, ships with it. 
And uh, that's really helpful because then you can have a little bit of a loose tolerance and you know push put that in there. Uh, Kay Wynn on the Facebook chat was asking about Ninja Flex. I linked to a couple of the spools that we do stock on the Adafruit shop. Just go into adafruit.com slash new and in the search type in Ninja Flex, you can see a couple of the different uh, colors and types of Ninja Flex that we have. We have it in both uh, 175 and uh, 285. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um... <laughs> There you go. And one of the loops. applications that this is used uh, a lot with is like the enable community where they were 3D printing the arms and uh, fingers. So to do a lot of the skin tone matching, we have a couple of uh, skin tone colors in there as well. So is it 2080, the uh, category? Uh, just go to um, search Ninja Flex so all of the spools will show up. Really? Okay. And you can see that we have semi-translucent white, which is very good for diffusion. We also have the um, glow-in-the-dark one as well. Oh, wait, no, we're out of stock on that one. But we do have a bunch of the uh, skin-toned ones. I'll throw in a little bit of a story. Do we have time? Not really. Kind of. Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> and okay. Then, uh, your Mo on YouTube chat was saying uh, the haptic driver is the DVR2605 for the buzzer. Yes, yes it is. Yep. So let's kind of walk through the learn guide, huh? So yeah, all the parts are listed in the learn guide. There are a couple of prerequisite guides. So if you wanted to learn more about the, the DRV2605 um, haptic motor controller, we have a full learn guide on, on using it, some more demo code and stuff. We also have similar to the FeatherSense learn guide. It'll give you all the pinouts. Um, where to download CircuitPython, that sort of stuff. We also have a dedicated CircuitPython and BLE uh, learn guide getting started. Learn guide. Yeah, so very similar to last week's project. We're just, uh, instead of the toggle switch, we have the slide switch because it's you know, a little bit smaller profile. So we're out of stock on the uh, FeatherSense, but let's see if DigiKey has any. It's a little DigiKey button here. Click on that. They are, I think, they are out of stock, unfortunately. Right. Oh, yeah, they're on back order. So, so uh, you know, the team will uh, be working on making more, I'm sure. But you could use uh, uh, the NRF52840 Express, since we're not using all the onboard sensors. It's about $5 cheaper anyway. I think that one is in stock. You can quickly search for that. Am I in the right tabs? Yeah. <laughs> and we talked Dewester into getting a spool of Ninja Flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Snow White one comes out very nice. It, despite the white pigment in it, it does diffuse pretty well. I love the white uh, Ninja Flex snow. It's really lovely material. Really, really nice white, white. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you said, it's. Uh, Boy, I've used it on so many fun projects like unicorn horns and so yeah. many wristbands. Go ahead and uh, when, you're the product, when you're in the product page for any of the spools, you can scroll down and it'll show you a list of all the projects uh, in the learn guide. Sure. But real quick, if you don't, uh, if you want to get a feather with the NRF52840, we have the NRF52840 Express. It just doesn't good. have all those onboard sensors. So if you don't need those, you just need 
BLE and you have some other sensor or something that you want to have external, this is a great choice. It's about five bucks cheaper. Um, and it's available from Adafruit right now. So you can uh, do that or order on DigiKey if you'd like. And then Kirby's saying that, yeah, recent web design changes to the DigiKey site has made it a little bit harder to see when uh, things are out of stock. I did oh, notice I that. Oh, I see that, yeah. <laughs> so if like, you hit add this, it'll let you add it to the cart, but mm -hmm. it'll say oh, we're back ordered. So you got to follow through that. And here we are. This is also back ordered, unfortunately, but hey. So uh, hey, we got some in stock right now. Cool. I was actually going to use this board uh, for this project, um, but I ended up having one more feather sense left. So now I'm completely out. Only had two to start with. <laughs> I guess we'll walk through the learn guide. I'm gonna pull out some things real quick. Um, very similar uh, circuit diagram. You folks are working on projects and you're thinking of uh, doing up some, some of your own uh, documentation. We got a nice library of fritzing parts, so you can check that out. I got a link here. So you get all these different parts here. So that's great. We add them as we add new, new learn guides and new products. Um, um, we generate and create new parts for fritzing. For the 3D printing, we got the Fusion 360 file. Um, we have a link here so you can download in different formats. I also put it on Thingiverse. Um, I do share my NinjaFlex settings. Um, even though I'm using a different slicer, this is like a Flash Forge's slicer or Monoprint, whatever white label name that they use these days. Uh, I tend to use the same um, settings across different slicers, whether I'm doing Cura or whatever the slicer is. <laughs> Um, I tend to use the same stuff. So I really crank down the speed. I normally print at like 60 millimeters a second. We do half that, so you're looking at 30 millimeters a second. A little bit hotter than recommended. Uh, I think the recommended is like 230. I tend to go a little bit higher at 240. I gotta make sure my window is well ventilated so that the fumes get out. Retraction's off, infill. You can play with zero if you'd like. Uh, depends on what you're printing, but 10 is a good base. And then perimeters, I stick with two. So those are the slice settings for this particular uh, project. But normally, I use that for all NinjaFlex stuff. Uh, the top cover and the case are printed in PLA, so you, you can use whatever typical slice settings you like to use. Um, we do have all of the parts available on GitHub. Um, so if you want to get uh, the vibration motor or the breakout board or even the feather sense, um, we have uh, 3D models of them in our GitHub repository. These pages will walk you through installing the latest version of CircuitPython. That's always a good um, walkthrough. Uh, there are w some libraries here that you'll need to get uh, Bluetooth pairing happening. There's also a bunch of uh, sensors on board the Sense, so we might as well get those libraries in there as well. Some additions to the code. Uh, so if we scroll down here, again, shout out to Liz. Right here under app colors in this, uh, this little array here, you can see that there's um, Basecamp, uh, some SMS stuff, um, Discord. You can actually do Discord. Um, and there's a, 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 a script uh, that you can use to kind of pull out and sniff what um, notifications are coming. So you can kind of do your own little test because um, we don't unfortunately have like a full list of all the apps because it's just too many of them. But here's a good here's a good you know list of 
a good amount of them. Um, so yeah, you can read through them there. And uh, it's also using Catney's uh, LED animation library, Catney and Roy. They put together that library. And uh, it uses the built-in colors now, so you can just say a color, like color.yellow, color.green, instead of having to create your own list of colors. So handy. Yeah, so it's really, really nice. So check that out. It also has the mindfulness um, feature in here that it will uh, trigger the vibration motor um, on the hour, every hour. And you can change that too in the code as well, which is pretty cool. So check those out. There's also a good walkthrough of the code that Liz put together. So it really breaks down each piece uh, and gives you a better understanding of all the pieces and how they work together. Also some handy links and stuff for uh, some more reading on the documentation uh, of the libraries so you can get a full, uh, full rundown on them. Cool. Walk through the wiring real quick. We got a little bit of assembly. And it's all there for you. I just got another one here. I think white is set for like all the other <laughs> notifications. It was an email, Jim. Yeah, it was an email. Yeah, from Gmail. So here we go. Let me clear it out. Sweet. Yeah, that blue LED is just letting me know that I'm connected. And uh, there's also some special stuff in there too. Like if we lose connection, it'll like uh, vibrate and turn red. I think. I think one of the funniest use cases for this is, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was an update or one of the settings that we just can't find on your phone, vibration notifications have been completely disabled on your phone for I don't whatever know what reason. Happened, yeah. So you're using this as a backup for all of your uh, <laughs> notifications, like when you're doing a voiceover, or doing a video or something like that, uh, the phone has stopped. Like right. you don't always have it in your pocket, but you can always have that on. Yeah and uh, you're able to get your vibration notifications that way. <laughs> yeah, or you can strap it to something else. But yeah, yeah. The, you, the, the vibrations really come through well, and uh, they do feel nice and, and pretty strong, mm -hmm. which I'm surprised at. Sweet. So that's the project. I hope you guys like it. That's yeah, good. So, so this is a variation of last week's project. Um, if you want to bring up the learn guide for that. Or yeah, just we the just page. finished it. Just a quick um, sh uh, Shout back to last week's project. This is the portable version. Last week it was the like the desktop version <laughs> of that. Yeah, the wearable version. Mm -hmm. And now it's yeah. Excellent. Okay. I think that covers it. Um, real quick, we'll do uh, over. Uh, what is it? Friday or Saturday? Saturday we'll be attending the virtually Maker Fair that's happening on Saturday. Uh, what is that? What's the date? Uh, this week, whatever that is. Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on their homepage, I the think. 23rd. <laughs> the 23rd. You're sure? Yeah, just look at the calendar. Okay. Saturday, yeah. May so, 23rd. Um, they reached out to us and, and Adafruit team, and um, so we're, we'll be talking about some various things. Um, so Lamar and Phil will be talking about how they um, were doing some stuff. And we have John will also be talking about make code, circuit Python. I think uh, the hand washing timers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the theme is like some of the COVID efforts that uh, we've been doing at Airfield. Sure. Yeah. Aaron Saint Blaine will be sharing some cool stuff, some cosplay stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which he's been working on, and uh, we'll be sharing uh, a couple some of the COVID-related well. projects, like the thermal camera, the 
temperature monitor uh, with IoT, and of course, a bunch of the face shields that we've been making for the doctors in New York. Yeah, so if you want to see the full list of folks that will be uh, sharing their projects on that day. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. Let's go ahead and pop that link into the Discord and do the various channels. There's that. Definitely tune in yeah, for that this weekend. Stuff to watch. Relax too. Yeah. Or get inspired by. So we'll be hanging out there. All right, we're getting to the end of the show, but yep. stay tuned. Uh, we are going to have the 3D printed show and tell. Yeah. Right after this. So if you guys want to join in, we're going to post the StreamYard link in the Discord. You can join in and show off any project that you're currently working on or maybe just your makerspace or your kid's project or preferably and your pet, your cat, your dog. All are welcome. So definitely stop by right after the show. We'll post the link. And then later on tonight, I have the full hour of show and tell. It's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's subject to change. Lamar and Phil have uh, duties now. Mm -hmm. So last week, for example, it started at 9 p.m. So just, just to throw that out there, mm -hmm. it will probably move now since, uh, since things. All right, that's going to be it for the show. We'll see you <laughs> later tonight and in like a minute. I'll yes. see you guys there on the other side. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. <laughs>